What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 90. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about hashtags and not just how to get more impressions from them, but why are they maybe not converting to followers? And that's a big issue a lot of people have. They might be getting you know, thousands of impressions, but when you look at the amount of profile visits you're getting, not all of them are converting to followers. And there's a few reasons why, and we're going to really break it down for you in this episode. So uh, really good stuff in today's episode because it's all based off of the biggest problems I've been seeing with some of my IGM University students and just people that reach out to me in general on Instagram. This seems to be a major issue. So uh, without further ado, just a quick word from my sponsor and we'll get started. All right, guys, so before we get into why your hashtags aren't converting into followers, let's talk about just how hashtags work. If you want to deep dive on this subject, go back to episode 27 and 58. Those two are the other major episodes that I cover hashtags, and this is really going to piggyback off of that. So if you haven't heard those, you can still listen to this episode right now, but make sure you go back if you're still not sure how many hashtags to use, the size of them, and everything like that. So how do hashtags work or how do they choose who to show our content to? The first way that hashtags work is that if someone likes a tag uh, or likes a photo that has a certain tag in it and they like a lot of photos that have that tag in it, Instagram is going to keep showing them photos that have that tag. So if they like a lot of photos that have hashtag entrepreneur, they're likely to get shown photos with hashtag entrepreneur in them from Instagram. So that's why some of the bigger hashtags that we use, the ones that I consider, you know, over two, three, four, five million. Nowadays, I more consider a big hashtag as one that has over five million total posts just because of how long Instagram's been around. When you go back and listen to episode 27, I say that a large hashtag is more two million. And, you know, it's really just a made up number, but time has passed since then. A lot of posts have happened. So, The ones over 5 million, we want to use some of them because of this reason, because there's so many people that have used a certain tag, the likelihood that someone has liked multiple photos of that tag is a lot higher when we use the big ones. Now, the reason why we don't want to use all big ones is because they're also very competitive. So they're difficult for us to rank on, all right? They're difficult for us to get on that hashtags page and be trending at the top of it. That is another way that people see our posts from hashtags. So when you go to an actual hashtag, meaning that you just click on it, because every hashtag that you have in your caption or in your comments, wherever you put it, which if you listen to the episode before, you'll realize it doesn't really matter where you put it. It's just up to you what you want to do for aesthetics reasons. If that tag, if you click on it, you'll see that it has your recent feed and then also the or the the top feed and then the recent feed. The recent feed, as you can guess, is just here's all of the people that have used it that hashtag recently and they're just in chronological order. Very few people actually go to that page. So we're not going to worry about it too much. But if you can be a top trending post on that tag for the people that actually go on that tags page, which is still, you know, not that many people, because you know, ask yourself, when's the last time that you just went to a hashtags page and were like, I'm just gonna check out the top trending content probably been a while, if not ever, uh, and not a lot of people do it, but if you can get glued to the top on one of these bigger tags, 
there is going to be some traffic and you are going to find some people uh, just being one of the top trending tags. So that's why it can be valuable to use some of these bigger ones, but the big ones are very hard to rank on that top section. So that's why we want to use some of the smaller ones. Now, this is covered in the episode before too, but I can't stress this point enough because a lot of people are like, I don't get it, Derek. I use some big and some medium and some small hashtags. Why is it not working? Okay, the fact that a tag is big or small means nothing, uh, or it it means we can make general guesses of the amount of followers that that tag has. So generally speaking, tags that you that have been used a lot, the ones with tons of total posts on them, are more likely to have more followers on it. All right, a tag that has 5 million total posts probably has more followers than a post that has 50k. Is it conclusive? No, it's just generally speaking. So even if you use these sizes correctly and you use, oh, I use some big and some medium, some small, it doesn't mean that the tags you're using necessarily have a lot of followers. You have to get that concept because these are just guesses and they will help you refine your guesses so that you can find the best hashtags quicker. But just understand that Just because a post has 100K total posts doesn't mean, oh, it's medium competition, medium amount of followers. What we're really looking for is to try to find the tags that have low competition, meaning that there's not a ton of posts on it, but there's a ton of followers. Instagram does not give us direct information on the amount of people that follow a hashtag, okay? You can't find that info anywhere. The only way you could possibly figure out like the amount of impressions being generated per tag is if you only used one hashtag on a post and then saw how many impressions it got. But still, it's also not conclusive because if you use a really good post and okay hashtags, you'll get more hashtag impressions than if you had a really bad post and like the most perfect hashtags ever because if it does if it's not a good post it won't get enough likes to rank on the tags so guys i know i'm saying a lot of stuff right now those of you who have been listening to me for a while and understand instagram you totally get what i'm saying if not then i would stop this episode go back to episode 27 and 58 and come back here because i am going quick just because this is episode 90 and most of you have been listening to me for a while and i want to get this point across quick because i got a lot of A lot of stuff to do today, uh, but I also want to be concise and get you this information as quickly as possible. So like I was saying, generally speaking, the sizes of the tags hints at the amount of traffic that it has as well as the amount of competition. The only other way that we can get direct info about tags, you know, individual information about tags, about how much competition and how many followers are, are on those tags is by using a website like Flick. Flick, what it does is it measures the average amount of likes a post gets per tag, and then it also calculates the average amount of daily posts that happen on that tag. So flick.tech is the website, and they do have a seven-day free trial, and it is a, otherwise it's a paid app after that. Uh, The cool thing is, is you can usually just do your research within seven days and cancel the trial. But if it's something that you like to do ongoing research or you are a social media marketing agency that runs the the accounts for other people and it's something that you're going to keep using, then 
you might want to keep the uh, subscription, but I've never paid for it personally. I've just done the seven-day trial and then got my research done and gone back. Uh, I'm not going to talk about how to use that because I show you a step-by-step process on how to do that with my Instagram viral posting guide. So if you have not gotten my viral posting guide yet, uh, go to tinyurl.com slash IGM viral. So IGM like Instagram marketing uh, viral. So tinyurl.com slash IGM viral. I will link it in the description as well. You can download my 10 page step-by-step guide to viral posting for free. And using the uh, flick.tech website is a strong, uh, you know, factor of how I choose to do my tags because it's something that everyone should do if you haven't done yet, just so you can really start to understand your tags before you just start doing all these posts, right? Get this information before you go crazy on your tags because it's really valuable. And like I said, it's the only information out there that tells us about the individual performance of tags. And that's really important because a lot of times we'll use groups of like 20, 25, or 30 tags, which 30 is the most. 30 has still gotten me the best results in my experience, but I am always trying out 10, 15 just to mess around with it. I encourage you guys to do the same. Keep listening to the podcast if you don't want to because I'm always messing around with everything for, you know, one, I want to know, and two, I want to be able to give you guys the correct information, but I think that would be something that Instagram may, like if I was Instagram, I would do this is why I say that. And every Instagram marketer is essentially making guesses based off of if I was Instagram CEO, this is what I would do. And people don't really like looking at posts that have 30 tags, but because they have been trending the best, then it doesn't really matter. I'm going to do it anyways. However, if I was Instagram CEO, I'd probably more make it like 10 to 20 is more acceptable. So that's why I always test it just to see. Um, But ultimately, the data from one post will never tell you an answer, okay? I, I hate it when people message me and they're like, look, I used 10 and it did better than my post with 30. They The algorithm changed. No, like do like 10 posts with consistent data before you think of any kind of claims like that. But anytime you figure out anything like that or you want to test something, then make sure you thoroughly test it uh, or even just shoot me a DM at IGM Secrets and see if it's something that I've been seeing. Um, But other than that, using at least 25 tags has still uh, worked the best for me. So here's the thing, guys. We, we've talked about a couple ways that you can be uh, shown tags. I've gone quickly, so I'm just going to recap. If you like a lot of posts with hashtag entrepreneur, Instagram is going to keep showing you posts with hashtag entrepreneur. If you follow hashtag entrepreneur, then you will see that in your normal feed as if you followed them like they were another account. Okay, It would be like, oh, you saw this person's post and this person's post, and then it will just say, hashtag blah, 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 or hashtag entrepreneur, this is a top trending post on it. It will just be in your normal feed. That's one of the best ways to do it. So that's why finding these tags that people are likely to follow, which is what I dive in on episode 58, is going to get you the most impressions in that sense, all right? So think of it like this for a second. Which tag would you be more likely to follow? Hashtag entrepreneur or hashtag entrepreneur tips? Would you be more likely to follow interior design or interior design inspiration? 
Usually, it's the latter of the two in both of those situations, and it's because it's tied to a value or a result. So that's why episode 58 is talking about value-based hashtags, as I like to call them, the ones that people are more likely to click the follow button on because it is actually promising them valuable information, not just, hey, here's anyone who's used hashtag entrepreneur. It can be like a 17-year-old who listened to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast earlier, and he's really stoked about being an entrepreneur, and he took himself and he did that tag. They don't really want to see that, right? But hashtag entrepreneur tips is more likely going to give them positive and good information that they actually want. So that's why a lot of those value-based hashtags you want to use, you do want to use the big ones for the reason of the first thing that I was talking about, just because when you're using a big hashtag, you're going to get the impressions of, oh, this person has liked a lot of posts with hashtag entrepreneur, so we're going to show it to them, okay? I know I'm going quick, guys, but I'm just really trying to explain hashtags to the level that you understand the algorithm and how it works, because then you can solve your own problems as far as hashtags go. A lot of you still can't, just hit me up and we'll we'll figure something out if you can't, but you have to understand this so that you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. I don't wanna just tell you, I wanna let you know why you're doing it, okay? The third way that we talked about that people can see tags is if they go to that page, okay, they're not necessarily following that hashtag, but they go to the page and they go to the top trending ones on there and they're just looking around and they're just browsing around. And for that reason, we don't want to always use big ones because we want to give ourselves a chance to rank on these. Now, if you're like a really big account and by that, I mean like over a hundred K or we'll say 50 K then yeah, you want to use them, some of these tags that are like over 10 million, 20 million sometimes just because you're big enough to have a chance to rank on them. And if you do, boom, like if you can rank as like one of the top trending posts on like a big hashtag, that's awesome. And that's why I'm not really opposed to maybe using one or two of these, you know, 10 million, 20 million, 30 million posts just every once in a while, because I'm like, if this does go viral, I do want to rank on that tag, so I'll give myself the chance. But I'm not going to use like 10 of my tags for that purpose because you know it, it's not going to get me the result I want in the end. I'm just going to th- use like one or two of my tags of those really uber big ones in your industry for just in case this goes viral, this will give it the chance to go ultra viral, right? Because now it's been ranking so high on the small and medium and it's going crazy. And now you're ranking on the big and that's how you're going to be able to carry it, uh, you know, past those 10,000 likes and or whatever a, a ton of likes would be for you, uh, whatever your account size is right now. Okay. Now, uh, before we go into the last way of, okay, now we understand tags, but how do you actually convert followers with your hashtags? Just a quick word from my sponsor, and I'm going to give you guys the goods. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. 
All right, welcome back. Now, here's the last problem people are running into. You might be getting a lot of impressions from your tags, and you're seeing a lot of profile visits, but they're not converting into followers. Why is that? It's because you have a discrepancy between the your post, the tags you're using, your bio, your consistent track record of content, and just your accounts theme overall. In order to convert followers, your post has to match up with your hashtags because your hashtags is going to be uh, what you do for targeting, essentially. This is how you tell Instagram of who to show the post to. So let, let's talk, think of like you're a dog, like you're a pet store, right? Or you're like, like an online pet store that s- sells dog stuff. You post a picture of a dog. You use hashtags and use some that are dog hashtags, but maybe use a lot of hashtags that are like pet lovers, pets, stuff like that. Not not a bad idea, but if you use a lot of unrelated hashtags, you are going to find a lot of unrelated people to that market. And if they go over to your page and see it's all dogs, then you might lose some people, right? Or maybe let's say that you are posting different kind of animals all the time and you or like really anything that is varying like a a big reason that accounts can't convert followers is your account is about too many things and your account is for too many different types of people your instagram should be at a max for one type of person okay if you are pursuing different types of people with your posts that is usually going to not go well for you. Like for me, I do post a lot of just general entrepreneur information. And when I do so, I usually don't get a ton of followers from them. However, the reason why I do it is because a lot of times I want to post general motivation stuff. Like the thing that I posted today was more general motivation, but I wanted my followers to know that information regardless of if it finds me new people. I am okay doing that. I also knew it would get me a lot of likes with my base following, so that's fine. But when people who don't know me see a post about entrepreneurship and they go back and then they see that my account is Instagram marketing, some of them won't care about Instagram marketing, right? My post found general entrepreneurs, but not all of them care about Instagram marketing. So there's a discrepancy when they see my post and then they get over to my account, they check out my bio and all those things like that. So your follower conversion ratio, you'll see, which is just like the amount of visits that you get from a certain post that are converting into followers will be really varying between your posts If you do things like that where you've kind of got a a few different pools of content that you dabble in, honestly, if I only posted Instagram marketing tips all the time, I probably would gain followers quicker because every post that I'm doing and then the hashtags around it would be, you know, very focused around Instagram marketing and social media marketing, things like that, and it would find social media marketers. Then they'd go over to my account and see that it's Instagram related. Then they would see that I have a consistent track record of just posting Instagram tips. I would probably have a better follower conversion ratio. But like I said, the reason why I don't do that is because at a certain point, you also have to take in consideration of what do you really want to post? Who do you really want to be on Instagram? And I am still a personal brand and I'm not trying to just be Instagram marketing. I like to also be known as just a general overall 
good entrepreneur. So that's why I do some of those things, even though it may be affecting me. Even when I post like an Instagram marketing related tip, some of those people might see it. They go over to my page, see that, oh, he posts general entrepreneurship entrepreneurship stuff as well. And some of them might not follow me. But at the end of the day, I'm also looking for raving fans of Derek Vidal, not just raving fans of my Instagram content. So that's kind of why I validated it and I'm totally fine with it. But like I'm telling you guys, I, I would be doing a lot better if I only posted Instagram marketing just as far as you know gaining followers, um, like the overall number. But I just more care about raving fans is why I'm okay just kind of posting what I want to post at the same time. So if you're ever looking at why am I not converting a lot of profile visits into followers from my posts, you got to think, all right, where is the discrepancy? Is it with the content of the post? Is it with the hashtags and how they relate to the post and the people that these hashtags are telling Instagram to find? Is it because my bio doesn't really match up with the message and the theme and the value that I was delivering in that post? Or is it because when they then go down my page, there's not really a consistent track record of a certain, uh, you know, quality level of content or a certain uh, type of content within a certain genre. So just know that if you really want your hashtags to convert for followers, maybe use more ones that are more specific to who you're trying to find. Let me give you another example. So I had someone that was in uh, one of my paid programs that uh, she was doing all these hashtags that she wasn't finding, she wasn't converting followers. And when I went in there, it was more obvious because she actually has an account that is uh, more for finding. So she, she posts like the best deals that you can find at like Target and Walmart and all these bargain shops. She posts like the best deals. And a lot of her hashtags were more hashtag Target, hashtag Walmart. So yeah, I might find some Target and Walmart shoppers but they're not necessarily deal hunters. And then when you go over to your account, the deals were like some of the deals were in this genre, some of the deals were in this other area, and because it didn't have that consistency from start uh, of them seeing your post to finish of them choosing whether they wanna follow you, then that's why you can lose some people, even if you're getting a lot of likes, right? Even if you're getting a ton of likes and a ton of impressions, that discrepancy wherever throughout your whole process is why your conversion ratio might not be as high as you want. So really, you want to find this happy medium of, all right, these these posts and these tags do find a lot of people, but you know I use a lot of tags too that are actually going to find the people that I really, really, really want, and those are the people that ultimately turn into your followers. So guys, I really hope that makes sense to you of why you may not be converting followers from your hashtag impressions and in general, why a lot of time people say, oh yeah, hashtags don't get you followers. And it's because you may be using hashtags, like for me, I'm using like, oh, entrepreneur, entrepreneur life, entrepreneur lifestyle, things like that, that yeah, entrepreneurs are my clients, but they're not necessarily even B2C entrepreneurs, right? They might be B2B entrepreneurs. They might be people that are in sales uh, with a direct sales company and they don't use Instagram at all. They might be in some kind of other industry that 
you know, like I said, just doesn't use Instagram. So I'm not going to convert them. I still use them sometimes because it's not a big deal. You don't have to be perfect with your hashtags every time. I'm all for just testing stuff out and just trying it and just seeing if it would work. And, you know, some of those people will follow me. So I'm fine with, you know, just testing. Uh, and I encourage you guys to do the same as just be okay testing. Uh, but that is going to be the major reason you're not converting followers is because there's this discrepancy somewhere along the way from when they got to know you from when they were choosing to follow you. So guys, that concludes this episode. We are getting closer and closer to episode 100. I'm going to have to do something really special for episode 100. So keep listening until then. Uh, I'm going to figure it out. And if you got any ideas for me, feel free to shoot me a DM at IDM Secrets. And again, guys, one more time, that viral posting guide. If you want to really deep dive in on hashtags and nailing your content strategy, this is a 10-page step-by-step process. It's tinyurl.com slash IGM viral, or it's linked in the description. All right, I'll see you next time.